Hey, everybody, welcome to Backstage Pass Podcast with Justin and Adam. I am Adam and my co-host, Justin Claypool. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's up, Adam? Dude, I am so excited because we have an amazing guest today. Uh, he is a ventriloquist that you might have heard on the TikTok and as, as well as other things. Miss, Mr. Landon Harvey, ladies and gentlemen. Landon, thank you for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming. Welcome. Hey guys, happy to be here. Thanks for inviting me. So we were talking about TikTok and the weird comments that people say, and you know, sometimes it's very hard <laughs> to not uh, respond to all of the negative stuff, even though you know these people are just seeking attention. Um, oh, sure. And that's, that's all they really want is for you to comment because that's their three seconds of fame because they can't afford the 15 minutes to pay attention to what they're doing. But um, besides all that, you're an incredible ventriloquist. You also build your own puppets, really unique stuff, really fun. Tell me about how that got started for you, man. Like I'm super interested. Yeah, like, as, 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 is this like a new thing or you've been doing this like you're, you're the the interesting kid in class and you're just like, you know what I want to do? And you just went ahead and did it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's kind of a funny, funny story. Cause I was an introvert as a kid. Um, yeah. and, uh, I wasn't really, I didn't really like sports or anything like that, but I always had like an artistic eye, never really took an mm. art class, but I loved sculpting and, and performing. And sure. I found out later that, uh, my dad goes on trips for his work and that he brought back a pirate puppet. I started doing little skits with it in class. And I realized, oh, I can have the attention, but on the puppet. And then it's like, I can kind of not be an introvert, but then also put the puppet away and then kind of go back to my desk and be alone. But then I can go on stage, so to speak, in front of my class and make them laugh and giggle with this puppet. I'm onto something. And so I started doing ventriloquism at age six and it's just kind of wow. from there. And I've done shows all over. And then in 2017, I, I have uh, we have a ventriloquist convention every year, which is a whole cool. other story in itself in Kentucky. Over like 700 ventriloquists from all over the world gather for this event. And I had a friend there. His name is Langston Hatch. He's actually at uh, Not Scary Farm right now performing mm -hmm. at Puppet Up. So shout out to you, Langston. But I know Puppet Up. Puppet building. Yeah. 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 And I, I used, used to, to do. Um... Oh, sorry. What were you saying? I'm so sorry. Oh, I was just saying he sent me some patterns and he got me into puppet building. So that's how I started building. That is so awesome. I have a lot of puppeteer friends. So I, of course, know Puppet Up and, and, the, and, the, and the Henson Company and, and all of the amazing things. It, it, it's sad to me that sometimes we have gone away from some of the uh, amazing puppeteering. Thank God, like the Star Wars universe still uses some of it and other, and other things along with some really inventive CGI. But when we used to have to rely on puppets, things of like the, uh, the Dark Crystal and uh, mm. there, were, there were just such amazing puppeteers out there. And to be able to have something tangible, I feel is always better than to uh, be playing to nothing in a sense. So it's super cool to keep up that um, kind of art form because it really is an art form and it's, it's very difficult. Um, where, how did you go about the process of like learning ventriloquism at such, such a, a young age when you said, you talking said you is hard six. enough? Yeah. What in the heck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like if you learn today, they like, they have the whole, like, you know, uh, say this letter in place of that letter, because this is, this letter is hard to say without moving your lips. And yeah, I tried that for a while and it never sounded right to me. And the mm. idea is you do that enough where it tricks your mind into figuring out how you say the letters normally. But I just I just started practicing at six and uh, I'll be 21 come November. So I've been doing it for almost 15 years. Uh, just the art of ventriloquism and, and just practicing it. Uh, so I've figured out a way to say anything really. Just through practice. That's really cool. I've, it's really I've, awesome. I've, tri I've tried to do it. And I just look like I'm angry. Me too. I look like I'm constipated. That's all. That's really that's, all it is. I think we're too hard on step, it. Right? It's figuring out how to make it look natural. Because you have the people that will smile and they're like, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. You know, and that's like your pageant ventriloquist. You know, they go up there and they, oh, they smile. God, so they're always smiling. And it's, it's so cheesy. They, they, they do the auctioneer song and they've got two puppets going back and forth and they're smiling. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then you have like the, the crazy eyed person, like what you did, Adam, where they're like, like this, you know, yeah. and they're like twitching and, you know, so, you know, 
half of it is just me covering up the puppet and looking at myself and going, does that look natural? Like, I'm not totally. reacting at the puppet, but the puppet's reacting to what I'm saying and vice versa. And uh, that's, that's what the element of magic is there, is keeping that alive. Absolutely. Speaking so, of magic, so I am, go, also go a, a, I am also a professional magician. Um, right. So I know a lot of ventriloquists. Of course, a lot come through the magic castle. Um, and I have seen all different levels of ventriloquism. I have seen every level that you and I know as the great ones and as the smilers and the talking through your teethers. And um, it's painful to watch the talking through your teethers. Yeah. It's very difficult to and it's and that's what it sounds like most of the time <laughs> and i gotta tell you that some of them are really big ventriloquists that you wouldn't expect it from mm -hmm. and they're talking through your teethers and you're just like it's so difficult to watch um right how is it for 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 you as a professional ventriloquist to watch different um i guess uh, uh levels of ventriloquism Oh, it's still bad, but it's it's fun. It's kind of like like it's why the art has a bad stigma is because like scary movies with the vin evil ventriloquist dummy, and then just bad ventriloquism mm -hmm. in general. Um, like when you see it done well and you see a puppet performed well, it's not scary and it's not like cringy. Right. But I I love it because at the ventriloquist convention you have exactly what you're talking about, Adam. You have the the great performers. Uh, Dunham goes uh, every once in a while. Terry Fader will be there. And, uh, mm -hmm. but then you also have like the cringy, like kid performers and there's nothing wrong with being a children's ventriloquist, but there's some that are really bad at it and they just haven't yeah. refined it enough to make it believable between them and a puppet. So then, and when you can't do that, then it's just like, you're just watching someone trying to do ventriloquism and it's just like their art is okay, but like the puppet's not there. So it's just, you're kind of watching them battle with themselves on stage. It's just weird. It's you like know? watching bad magic. It's really, for me, yeah, it's just so yeah. hard. It's so hard when it's like, ah. So you guys are, are much more versed in in this is this art. And Adam, I didn't think you would be. And I also didn't think <laughs> about, um, about you know that like ventriloquists going through like the magic castle and you know different things oh yeah like lots like, of ventriloquists didn't even enter my head because my first yeah. interaction with uh with just a puppeteer was uh tipsy rue mm -hmm. yeah and i love john him. jennings yeah john jennings is absolutely amazing and i was like it, it really because he's a straight never, up puppeteer though he's yeah a straight up yeah like he's not a ventriloquist but it, it, it's the matter of bringing an inanimate object to life oh, and then it's make hard. it it's very totally believable and uh and you know whatever you start off with a sock puppet or whatever and it's, it's hand acting you know yeah, for, it's, it's for very me, difficult i can't do that like they're like no he's, he needs to say oh and it's like no i i can't get it and then on top of that you know i came across your account landon yeah. probably it's probably been about a year and a half ago because you weren't anywhere near like eight hundred thousand followers Congratulations, by the way. Yeah, that's insane. Oh, yeah, it's yeah so well done. Um, and Thank I've seen I've seen you grow on the app and 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 really develop. And I started watching you, and know, I was like, "Wow, this dude's actually really, really good." Absolutely. Um, and and so I've watched everything that you've done, and I've kind of seen you grow, and I've seen your frustrations in some of your videos, and and uh, a lot and of that. Yep. So it's been it's been really awesome to see that. You know, the, I think the, let me circle back around because I'll get lost in my own thoughts. Um, but I think the hardest thing is like, number one, you're, you're trying to animate this object to where it looks almost human-like or however you want it to behave while you're trying to look somewhat normal, right? So you don't have that grinny uh, face. And then, right. and then you're trying to, to, to do your act to where it seems almost natural, and that is the most mind-boggling thing for me. So I guess the question is, how long has it taken you to get to the point to where you can essentially have a conversation with yourself, you know, to, to get to your level? Is it just the, you know, you've been doing it for, it seems like forever now, or do you see yourself yeah, that, growing or? Yeah, I think I'm always growing. I, I think that it differs for, for every person. But I think that if you were to like break it down, it's like you learn the basics of the art of ventriloquism, you figure out like a good character that you can go with. I try to make sure that all my puppets contrast me enough to where I can, you know, go back and forth. And that makes it a lot easier. 
Um, and then you establish that character. And then it's just a lot of practice. Like the only practice I do anymore is on my live streams on TikTok. Um, and it's just all ad-libbing with the puppets. <laughs> but um, just, you know, a lot of practice. And then, you know, the, the back and forth when we add people to the live stream. Interesting. Yeah. It's very cool because it is two different arts that you are absolutely putting together. The The fact that um, you are essentially yourself playing the straight man in, in, in the comedy troupe is, uh, it's very cool. As a performer, a lot of people want the credit, right? They want to be known as the star, but really right. in ventriloquism, uh, the puppet is the star. The puppet is the character. The puppet is the the outlandish um fun thing I, I didn't even think that about is getting that the attention yeah um and you know when you think about people like jeff dunham or or terry fader you know what you think was like i killed you right you think you, there's <laughs> right, these immediate right. things that you are relating to when you're like jeff dunham you know you you are mm. you are but you're looking at the puppets you're thinking of their characters in a sense right. uh which is so interesting you do remember the person right mm -hmm. but essentially the person is secondary well what's, what's funny is i i think and this is just my point of view it's like when uh when you're watching an act you almost forget that the the person is there right. the characters is there and the character always stands out and then somehow it's it's almost like the the person the human it it almost fades away so like when I'm watching your videos, Landon, mm -hmm. um, like you're very, you're very interactive, but then I become fixated on, uh, I think it's Bill. Yeah. Is it yeah. Bill the zombie? It might be. I don't know which one you're fixated on. Fixated is a weird word, but you know, but it, yeah, it, yeah, you, yeah. you see that you see them, see them come to life and they become their But everything else goes feet. away. Yeah. yeah. Because Landon's job is to blend into the background when the puppet is talking. And it's just such a fascinating art. It's so yeah, hard. I'm, I'm there to further whatever it is he's saying or whatever it is he's trying to do. You know, I mean, if there, there's a conflict in the bit, I'm there to just further it to get his point across to, uh, you know, if, if Bill comes out and is this goofy, scary zombie, wants to eat people, I'm I'm there to represent the person that that is kind of afraid and kind of shocked by him. <laughs> and that continues the narrative of him existing on stage. And that's, that's really my job. I love that. Yeah. What is the first puppet that you ever built? Oh, uh, the first one I built and I sold was this troll puppet. Oh, and wow. I, it was horribly tacked together with glue and, <laughs> and, and just really ratchet stitching. And I, I think I highlighted parts of its body in Sharpie and <laughs> I, I did a video with it on Facebook and I, I sold it uh, for $350. And I was like, oh my oh, God, wow. I'm a puppet builder now. <laughs> and it was, it was crazy. And I'm still friends with the guy that, that, that bought that puppet because I rebuilt it for him for free for, bought, for trusting me enough to buy the first one. But he's, I've built stuff for him and he's, his name is Joe Gandelman and he's seen me kind of evolve as a ventriloquist and as a builder. And I recently built a bagel monster character for him. Um, and he's on TikTok too, but, uh, but yeah, it's, it's been fun. I like to evolve and, uh, just try to challenge myself with every build. Is there a puppet that you built that you, that you said, you know, this one is more special to me than all the others because of an innovation or, uh, some, a technique that you did that you didn't think you could pull off and that you, you learned new for a puppet. What's your, what's your prized possession puppet wise? Yeah, I think it comes down to like, like when you when you perform, it's kind of like like when you're writing a joke or when you're creating like a character. It means more if you created it or if you wrote sure. the joke. So like for me, mine is Bill the zombie because he's he's kind of gone through a few different versions just of the puppet and figuring out what I wanted to do with him. And then I added the maggot Maggie to him, and that really took off within my audience and. Um, the puppet took a while to figure out and to build and to dye the fabric for and to, to pattern and everything. So probably Bill, I mean, he's got moving eyebrows and he's got, he's like two puppets in one and there's a lot wow. of back and forth with that. And then he, his whole body uh, falls apart. So he's, he <laughs> sings a song at the end of the bit and I'm working on this bit where I call this lady up and he's singing to her and he falls apart and then his head flies across the stage and it's, it's insane. But um, 
probably Bill because I've invested so much time in him and just yeah. in what my vision was for his act. Um, I like to think a lot about how I'm perceived on stage and, and the limitations of the puppet and how I can push that. Sure, that makes complete sense. Yeah. Uh, I know you have to have some, um, a lot of people ask me as a magician, hey, you know, who are your favorite magicians? And a lot of times, it's not for me, it's not the answer that people are thinking, right? A okay. lot of my favorite people are very well known, but in the magic community. They aren't these mega superstars you see on TV all the time. Uh, do you have, uh, besides any, any, any big ventriloquists, some ventriloquists that you have, you know, admired for a long time that aren't the most well-known, but well-known in your community? Oh, of course. Yeah. You know, there's, um, I mean, you've got, I'd, I'd say Dunham, Fader, and, and, and Darcy Lynn are like the top, you know, you say ventriloquism, and that's what comes to like people's minds, but yeah. Uh, I love Dan Horn. He's a hilarious mm -hmm. ventriloquist. He's been cruise, Princess Cruise Lines for, for years, and he's a master manipulator in the way he, he performs these puppets, and that's he's been a big inspiration in how I perform with the characters. I love David Strassman in the way that he puts on a production and adds ventriloquism as an element. It's like a stage play almost. It's got a beginning, middle, to end, and it's not just, like I would say Dunham's like a stand-up comedian with puppets. Right. Yeah. Um, and his ventriloquism, I think, is like a maybe an eight out of ten, maybe a seven and a half. It's really his characters that yeah. make him so much fun. Exactly. I will be right back. <laughs> no, no worries. We got this. <laughs> it's really his ventriloquism that, that or not, it's not so much his ventriloquism art, but it's more the character of him. Uh, as his or the character the characters that he has built and the storylines he builds around it that makes him a notch above the rest because sometimes it right. doesn't matter about your skill what matters is telling the story and captivating sure. the audience sure i mean look at edgar bergen who was one of the most you know you say ventriloquism and he's like the the father of ventriloquism and you know later on in his years his lips were moving all the time but his characters were still there the character uh charlie mccarthy or mortimer snurd or you know, I, all these characters that he performed with were, you know, fluid throughout his career and just the material was there and they were funny and it's, you know, they've always been there. So I think there's something to say for that. I've, I've got people, I've, and I have characters that I've put out that I thought, oh, I'll, I'll put a lot of videos out on this and, you know, with Bill or Jackie the Jackalope or Mervin. And then I do a, a goofy video with like a rat puppet I built that I was going to sell and it hits a million. Yeah, I mean, and you can never predict it. So it's, it's crazy and it's, it's, it's frustrating because you, you spend a lot of time on one thing and then the other thing takes off, but then you have to yeah. go with it because you want to capitalize on it. It's so. funny because I had this exact conversation uh, on our last podcast with, okay. with Jacob. Uh, if you remember, Justin, what I said was sometimes you put a lot of time into something yeah. and you don't put as much time into the other thing, that other thing takes off. And because it's connecting with the audience, you need to go with that, even though I don't, it is I don't not understand. your A. I don't yeah. understand the audience at all. What my my <laughs> no my, one does. My one video that's done well is me taking video of a prime rib, pretending then, it's a child, and then saying that Freemasons eat babies, <laughs> which we don't. Um, and don't that that it. does well, and that gets views every single day. But the other ones where you know I put some thought into it and some research, you know, they don't they don't do well. Period. At all. You know, but I'm just not, I'm not the guy that's going to keep making content that's just controversial. So, no, I, yeah, I, I get that. I totally get it. And eventually, you know, the, the cool thing about social media is you throw enough darts at a wall and you're going to hit a bullseye and you just keep on going until you hit a few bullseyes and you rinse that content until it, that cow can no longer be milked. And exactly. then you, then you, you know, you throw more darts and then you eventually come back to the darts that already hit and that has a resurgence. It's, mm -hmm. it's a very cool thing. One of my favorite um, ventriloquist bits I've ever seen live uh, is by my friend, Kevin Johnson. Mm, and love he Kevin. Does, he's so great. His Godzilla theater bit is one of oh, my favorite. He's the best at it. If you haven't seen this, Justin, look up Godzilla theater. He basically does a dubbed Japanese horror film in real life on stage. What? And so, yeah, he'll look over there. And it's so good. It is perfect, but he'll do three characters at a time. 
Oh, I'm familiar. So with it's him. him. Yeah. yeah. So he he does him and and two other people. And I've known Kevin for I don't know 15 years, but, but also because he comes through the castle, he performs the Magic Castle, which I encourage you, Landon, to make a video. Come out to LA. Come perform at the Magic Castle. I'd love to see you there. I'd love to hang out with you in person. Um, oh, maybe good. Justin can fly out too. But I really encourage you to to do that. I don't know if you have um, thought about it at all. But now that you are nearing the 21-year-old stage, you can do this. And um, I don't see a lot of ventriloquists come through there anymore. And I would like to see more of that art because I, I believe in the magic and variety arts that is encompassing magic. So it's, it's, not, it's not necessarily part. just strict magic at the Magic Castle. No, it's magic. It's ventriloquism. It's juggling. It's, oh, it's okay. all of those arts that are performing arts that involve comedy uh, as well as 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 amazement because ventriloquism is magic. You are making an inanimate object come to life. That is magical. That's you true. Know, I, I, think, are, I, think, I think it's fascinating. Yeah. We had a guy. A cool thing. We had a guy this past ventriloquist convention that he closed, I think, the I don't know, one of the one of our big shows and he was like a it was like a kid show act and they opened by introducing him saying that he performed at the magic castle and it was like it was it was a rough it was a rough bit to do because um it was before it was like a i guess a family or adult show it was clean but mm. it was like for adults and then they had yeah. this, this guy that was a ventriloquist but kind of hacky closed the show and you know people uh -oh. were walking out there like he did the magic castle and I was talking to one of my friends about that, and they're like, "Well, they have a they do a kids' weekend or something there, which I had no Correct. idea about." But, every uh, every Saturday and Sunday, they have a a kids' yeah. show. Yeah, really. Mm -hmm. Every Saturday and Sunday from noon to three, then the castle closes and reopens at five for uh, okay. the nighttime. Yeah, yeah, it's, awesome. it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah you, have, so... you have all sorts of of ventriloquists, you know, from from all around, and it's it's interesting oh, yeah. to see the different styles for sure. I mean, I'm so wanting to out two ventriloquists that I think are just so bad, but I can't. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't. We're trying I can't, to be nice on here. I will. Adam, we're building a the name of the You have to I say the name know. of their character. I do the research. One is so well known that it's insane. Okay. Insane, and yeah. I. It's a teether. It's a teeth talker, and I think. Mm. Oh, it's something from our childhood, Justin, that uh -oh. lives on through, unfortunately, a teeth talker. And it just oh. drives me crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, now I need to know. God dang it, Adam. You're always doing this to me. I'll, get, I'll give you a guess. <laughs> do it. I'll, get, I'll give you a guess. You get one guess, Justin. Uh -huh. What do you think would be a ventriloquist from our time uh, that was wonderful but then somebody had to take over and that person bless their heart is not as good <laughs> this is like a scavenger hung over here i know Incredibly right cryptic I, I have to be i have to be because i kind of don't want this to make the podcast but i okay. know it will All right. well well now we'll, we'll just we'll, we'll ignore it but then we'll we'll talk afterwards, so I can be like, oh, oh, absolutely. No, no, no. I'll I'll say it right it away, off air. I'll say it right guess away. what it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. If you have Just, a guess, if you have a guess, please let us know. Oh man, is Anybody it a type of there? food? I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, I will out though. Like I said it earlier, like all the all the pageant ventriloquists make me like laugh so much. I think I did it. I put it in an Instagram story once, but um, like they all do like the auctioneer song, and they've got like you know it's this you know, pretty woman in like a glittery jumpsuit and she's got the, you know, the teeth like this and then she's got the two, you know, cowboy and cowgirl puppets going back and forth. And it's always like, I, I, I'm not even exaggerating for the purpose of this comedic situation. Like it's always the same, like puppets, same outfits, same like, same bit. Same it song. Just, it, it kills me because I'm like, what if I did a character where it was like, like I think a ventriloquist doing a character where he was like, like, I'm, like a male pageant guy doing that, that would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah can uh, can you do something if it's a joke or not and i think that yes. would be funny like just for like a youtube video or something like like uh being part of one of those pageants just to do that bit as like a whole farce i think is a funny concept um, what if you built a puppet in that dress 
that is holding two other puppets. <laughs> you just thought, yeah, you have like perfect. There you go. So that you are still using your extremely great talent, but mm. also, you know, giving like that. Oh my God, that is just that. It's like inception of ventriloquism. I think that that would be so. I think that'd be great. Darn. Funny. I want to see that. Now, how did you get around the harder letters? Like, how did you get around saying B's and uh, what W's and uh, R's? Things that are really, really hard to try to work around. Like, you know, saying things like, oh, look at that brown bottle or brown paper bag or, or you know, bear. Those are, that's hard. Yeah, or I just, bear. I just. Yeah, I make make sure that the paper bag isn't brown, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I make sure it's not made of paper or plastic. Silver, and if it is, I'll, you know, I'll introduce the bag, you know, and then the and then the public will go, "That's a nice bag." Um, but I, you know, I just a lot of practice. It, you know, I, I've I've just I've just practiced so so much and back and forth and just just watching myself that it's kind of like, it's like the problem now is like, how do you be funny? And that's, that's right. my problem. Like the, the introductory stages of ventriloquism is like learning the letters. And um, I saw a ventriloquist and I won't say the name, but, but they did a, a bit on TV and they had, uh, they had a, the puppet say a word, like what was, what's the issue? Um, and, and you don't, and I'm like, that struck me as off because usually you say like, what's the problem? But, you know, issue is an easier word to say without moving your lips. So you can also, you know, if you're not a, you know, a, a seasoned ventriloquist or you haven't been practicing for as long, you can just change out the word completely, uh, find a synonym for it. Uh, that's that's a, an easy way to do it. But then I don't, I practiced so much and I was so worried about having to do that, that I just didn't want to have to worry about it. I wanted to write material and do it. And I have a bit with the jackalope where uh, we do the, we, it's a little gimmicky, but we do the whole Peter Piper thing. And it, I add on to it and on to it. So it becomes ridiculous. And it's like sped up because I want to show that, you know, I can also do this, but I'm focusing, you know, on the character. Sure. So, Practice, I guess. <laughs> so, so to circle back around, I'm going to, because earlier you, you said something that kind of resonated with me um, is that you're, you're, you're kind of an introvert, you know, but, you know, you've got your puppets and you kind of become a little extroverted. Um, and that's kind of where, where I'm at as far as even, even this podcast goes. I'm very introverted. You can ask Adam, like, I don't like groups of people. I typically don't like people. <laughs> that's <laughs> but, true. He's complaining but, but, but about people this, constantly. But in this scenario, yeah. uh, you know, like this situation is like, I, I, can, I can do this. I'm fine with this. Uh, so I, I just wanted to let you know that that resonates with me. Fellow introverts. Mm, yeah, we get it, right? We, we course, totally understand. Yeah, yeah I don't. I, I've never been an introvert. Uh, no. However... You don't say, <laughs> but I do. What I what I do love is the the common ground, right? And the common ground that that we all share is we do love to entertain, and we do love uh, that. And it's finding different ways to be able to be comfortable with that because entertaining in general isn't comfortable. It's you know you're you're afraid to be judged. You're afraid to be no, out it's in public. So it's not, awkward. Not easy. It's very awkward. You know, even going live on on different platforms, including TikTok, you know, mm. you don't have that instant gratification. Uh, there's a time delay. You're not talking to people's faces. You're reading comments, not knowing if it's going over well. And yeah. it's a very yeah. difficult thing. So, you know, to be able to put yourself out there and then also reach success with it is an inspiration to lots of uh, people out there of all ages who want to get into ventriloquism and and don't necessarily consider themselves performers, but uh, have a real knack and talent for puppet building or for performing through their um, their puppets. Uh, so very cool that you can be an inspiration to those people. Do you, sure. do you oh, think at you. some point you're going to be doing a uh, like a possible class on how to build a puppet or like what Ooh. materials being used? I'd or... go to that. Yeah, yeah, I have. I've done a few videos on YouTube and my my puppet, you know, page, the original dummy is on YouTube as well, where I share some of the behind the build type things. But I have. Hold on, Landon, I don't know if you can hear us, but you're which is hold on. Hold on one second. Just one second. Internet cut out. What it is. Oh. 
are we back? We're we are back. Are we, back? we can yeah. we can take it from let's, uh, yeah. From, let's just ask uh, the question again. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so the, the same question. Uh, in, in case I edit this in or out. Um, but have you ever considered uh, doing like a, a puppet building series or anything videos that, to to show like what materials and whatnot are used uh, while 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 building a puppet? Sure, I have, and I've I've done some things with. Uh, we had a virtual convention uh, last year on oh, Facebook cool. for the ventriloquist. God doesn't want him to answer the question. It's like, don't tell them. Shut it down. Shut it down. Pause the internet immediately. No, no, he shall not make videos. I shall not. Nobody shall learn to build puppets. Nobody. None shall pass. That's very good. I don't know how you did that with your voice. It's amazing, right? Yeah, damn. You're so good. I have to tell you. Excellent. Excellent job. Let's see. All right. I'm sorry about that. I, I kept having someone call me. And, uh, that's okay. Yeah, no, it's it, it's oh, it's all right. This again. goes this goes under the bloopers because this this happens to both of us. Like Adam oh, will try to be. What are you talking heart. about? What I'm what exactly what I'm talking about is that Adam's phone decided it did not want a phone anymore, and he sounded like this demonic robot ghost that came out of nowhere. Like his face froze. <laughs> it was. Oh, anyway. I was doing my own ventriloquism with no experience at all. And I owe it all to the lack of internet. (laughs) I love it. Do you ever mess with people when you go to like grocery stores or anything? Have you ever like talked and not move your lips and like just pretended you are buffering in real life or anything? You know, I, I'm still an introvert. I still like to kind of keep to myself. I've done some stuff purely for like the content where I'll go through like, uh the drive-through line with a puppet but i haven't i haven't done ventriloquism as like a gotcha moment or anything like that mm-hmm. uh but I'm, I'm i might do that one day i because i get a lot of requests for it maybe there's a maybe there's a, a market in there for tiktok videos where i'm i'm tricking people that i'm actually a ventriloquist i mean but, i would uh, i i would love well, to see I, that i think i think you're creative enough you can you can figure it out but as a fellow introvert i i totally get it I, I totally understand everything that you're saying, so I, I get it. So the other thing is, uh, so I was I was looking through your website today, and you also have a podcast. Hey, sweet, yes. he does, and he's spoken to some amazing people. Do you want to talk about your your podcast? Yeah, let's do that. Sure. Yeah, you know it's called Land and Lives, and we're we started season two just recently. Congratulations. And, uh, thank you. It's it's exciting. We've we've talked to a lot of really neat people. The goal is just kind of to talk to creatives and and performers and artists from all over. It started as a way for me to network with other bigger ventriloquists mm-hmm. and hear their story and kind of get them to know me. And then it kind of branched out to other artists and people that I've gotten to talk to through TikTok. So it's been really cool. a neat opportunity. And then we added the characters of added Bill and Jackie into season two. So they actually have their own little segment. Uh, we've got Bill's Bones to Pick, where we talk about like the pet peeves in the person's industry. And then Jackie kind of has whatever his segment is, and he gets to ask a few questions. So the people that enjoy the characters from the TikTok or the YouTube can watch this or listen to it. And they're like, oh, yeah, like the character I love, like Bill or Jackie or whatever is in the podcast. Oh, that's kind awesome. Of a tribute that's to Bergen. Yeah. Do you, do you find that um, like it just, oh, you had Judy Tenuta on. I love yeah. Judy. Known her since I was eight years old. Judy, I I wow. adore that woman and uh, and everything she's going through right now. I always wish her the best. Yeah. But um, I'm I'm just scrolling. You've had some amazing people on and some names that I've absolutely forgotten about over the years. <laughs> um, you know, but what I, I I think what I was going to ask, yeah, this is it. Uh, was is this? Do you feel that having like your own podcast and speaking with people, even though it's through Zoom and it's not you know like a personal one on one in-person uh, conversation, do you think it's helping you with your your communication and you being introverted and, and things like that? Oh, of course. I, I used to have to like write out everything I wanted to talk about. And now I, I think I might make a few bullet points, but 
it's it's definitely helped me you know realizing that we're all we're all human and there's all parts of us that you know want to share stuff and that that don't and uh just kind of going back and forth i think is really important mm-hmm. um and it's it's also helped a lot in in just doing these TikToks with these other people and and joining them on and getting to chat with them um because sometimes i'll put the puppet away and we'll just chat or or talk and uh it's definitely helped in the podcast it's neat to hear these these people's stories, how they got into the business and the art, as Absolutely. well as how they've how they've dealt with the the shortcomings in their career, or the you know their brand. I love talking about branding, so we talk about that a lot too, and and how they've kind of separated themselves from the market to get where they are today. Because we've had a lot of really neat names, some that you might know, and some that you might not. Yeah, right. there, there's a couple I'm not familiar with, um, but definitely there's several on there that you know I you know I look back on and I'm like. Wow, I haven't heard Terry Harden's name for a while. Mm, Terry Fader, mm-hmm. or um, you know, love Judy Tenuta. And then love there's her. definitely you know, there's a lot of people that I haven't heard of uh, that I'm absolute now. I'm super interested in because what I'll do is I will hyperfixate on this, <laughs> and then I will figure out and try to learn <laughs> about everything. That's I think that's the benefit of it. it of having your own platform, you know, you're, you're speaking with people. Um, initially Adam and I met on TikTok also. Yeah, and, uh, and I was like, dude, I play Halo. And he's like, all right, let's play Halo. So yeah, here that, are, that's how it all started. That, that's it. Here are a year and a half later. Thank you, Microsoft. I appreciate it. And Xbox. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you know, a year and a half later and you know, I was in, I was in the middle of, uh, of just kind of sitting at home because it was, you know, COVID. And, uh, and I was talking to Adam, I'm like, you know, and Adam's like, you know, you should do a podcast. You should talk about the people that you've met because I'm a concert photographer. So yeah, I've got some really, really, people. really cool stories. But the problem is, and I realized, uh, I don't speak to these people. Like, I'll, I'll do my job and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but I'm kind of like, do my job and then bounce. Like, I don't want to have that conversation with Snoop. I don't want to have a conversation with all these other people. But you end up doing it. it. You end up having a conversation with them every time. Yeah, but it's so awkward. <laughs> it doesn't come across as awkward as, as it might feel. Incredibly awkward. I have to say. Um, you know, so it, I, I just think it's interesting that you are, uh, you're an entertainer. And, you know, it's, I'm glad to hear that you have real life issues like everybody else. And, and I love your entertainment um and i've seen you grow just on on the clock app and it's it's been it's been awesome just to see that happen um is there is there anything that that bothers you about your chosen profession like i know that with adam um he gets a little annoyed when people are like constantly like hey do a magic trick hey do this or with a comedian they're like tell or, me a joke or tell me a joke or or you aren't you that child actor Ooh, yeah, that oh, that, yeah. That, that that's the play. sentence that makes my skin crawl <laughs> that is the one sentence and well, you know child you shouldn't have been a kindergarten cop adam listen <laughs> you listen to me here's the thing is that like the reason those things bug me um, is because it, it makes you feel like you are n- nothing except for what you can do, right? That you as a human are worthless, which is not the case. They just really enjoy you. And I understand that. And I understand why not many people understand the, the term child actor being a derogatory term, because for me, it implies that you're not doing it as an adult. Yeah. And, um, you know, thankfully I'm, one of the one of the few that I grew up with that is still continuing to do it but it's very fascinating I don't know anything about ventriloquist terms that are um negative or or things so that that might be a nice enlightening moment yeah is there is there something that comes across from people to you um that that can get under your skin or is there is there just like that you know just that jabby moment where you're just like ah yeah, you know, I've I've talked to a few people about this. Um, you know, when you say someone asks, you know, what do you do? I'm a ventriloquist. They're like, oh, have you seen that girl on America's Got Talent? <laughs> and uh, that that really bothers me. I'm friends yeah. with Darcy. You know, they're, they're referring to Darcy Lynn Farmer, who's fantastic. And uh, I was friends with her. And the people have asked me, have you auditioned for AGT? And I was 
I was called to audition for Little Big Shots. I was a year older than their max off, their cutoff for that. And then I was called to do AGT and I auditioned a few times and we actually met up. We were we were friends because we met at the ventriloquist convention. Um, and then we actually met up again, ironically, in Austin. Uh, and then that year she ended up winning the show, uh, America's Got Talent. But you know, I've been doing ventriloquism for, you know, it's it's really kind of been my life and my identity as is kind of what I've what I've done. And so I don't know, it it it's people trying to relate to what you do, but like they don't ask, oh well, you know, what characters do you have or like how long have you been doing it? They just say, Oh, have you seen that girl? Cause that's that's how they relate to ventriloquism. Right, so they're right. trying to connect that point and it's like yes but like also there's like a lot more to it than just you know the person you see on tv so i i think i, I think it's hard that um that you know people are, are trying to relate to you whereas like adam and i you know it's, i know on our show like we'd love to find out where you started and you know what what grease origins, man. and yeah. i love the origin yeah. story like that's like that's my bread and butter i love that um mm -hmm. you know but it's, it's nice to hear what you just said um, but I think people, you know, from kind of like a, it's almost like a psychology standpoint where they're like, well, I really want to have a conversation with this person. I find them interesting. And as opposed to saying, Hey, I find you interesting. I'd love to have a conversation with you. They're like, by the way, have you seen this girl on blah, blah, blah. And, uh, oh, you look like so-and-so or, you know, so I think, I think they're just trying to find a common ground, but I, I could totally get how that would be completely, um, it would be a little annoying now. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah, it, and it it's with you know I I have ventriloquists that are like older and younger and it happens with with all of us, um, but then it then the subject becomes about her and you know you know all of her accomplishments and it's just kind of it gets like awkward. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I mean it 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 happens. I mean it it you know whenever I bring a puppet out or whatever it happens and it's just kind of with the territory. I mean until you become like a name for yourself where they're like oh you're this and I like you for like what you did on here. Um, I've had, I mean, I've had people like notice me from the Vice video, which is, you know, the Vice video of the ventriloquist convention video. Um, and I was on that many years ago. And so some people on TikTok have found me from that. Um, mm. But yeah, you know, it's just kind of figuring out uh, your identity. People, people, the one thing people are worried about is when they'll like refer to the puppets, they'll go, is it okay to call them puppets? And I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fine. They're, they're, you know, puppets, they're inanimate objects, but um, you know, I, I only regard to them as, as people when I'm performing and, uh, that's, that's as far as that goes. So you yeah. said something that also really relates to me. Um, not many people understand that there's a difference between a kid's performer and an adult performer. Um, especially with, uh, juggling as well as magic, as well as ventriloquism. It's a huge difference. It really is. There, there's a big difference between a kid's, uh, performer as opposed to an adult performer, I get asked all the time as a magician, hey, can you do my seven-year-old's uh, birthday party or, or what have you? And I'm like, I can, but it's not really what I do. Um, right. I got to tell you that the adults, their jaws will hit the ground and most of the seven-year-olds that will go over the head. Oh, no, no, no. They watch all the YouTube videos. And I go, mm -hmm, yes, but I've been doing this professionally for almost 20 years now. I, I kind of know. I've been doing this a long time. Mm -hmm. So I want you, if, if it's okay, to talk a little bit about the differences in your art of ventriloquism, uh, of, of like the children's performer versus the other performer and how you kind of get around that for yourself. That is a great, that's a great question. And I think, it, I think it's similar with most magicians, but I'm not completely sure. You know, I guess like the way I view it is like most of the children's ventriloquists have um, like the typical like uh, Axel Expressions makes beautiful puppets and I'm friends with Steve Axel, but um, and they sell to mostly children and family performers. So when you think of like a children's ventriloquist, I think of someone that's got like the Axel puppets and stuff. And when I think of someone that's, you know, doing, uh, you know, uh, performing for adults, their, their puppets are going to probably be custom. Their material is going to not necessarily be like dirty, but like more advanced where it's set up punch versus like, uh, you know, a, uh, a gimmick where the puppet looks up when you're not looking or whatever. The puppet takes something mm -hmm. from their jacket and the kids go wild. I've performed for like all different audiences and I don't mind doing a kid's show because it's easy and you're 
kind of babysitting kids with a puppet and it's not hundred percent, but it's like when you're, you don't get the same, like for me, I don't get the same, um, uh, like, I guess transaction from the audience mm-hmm. as we the rush, the, the rush, the performing yeah. aspect. Yeah. If I'm, you know, performing for adults and I, I, I love performing, uh, because they, you know, adults notice the subtleties right. and in the comedy and the characters and everything else. And, and kids are more, you know, performing for kids, you have to be more uh, exaggerated. Uh, it's like performing uh, in a play versus, you know, uh, performing for, uh, you know, TV. And that's kind of the, the difference I've noticed in what I'm doing. And do you get all the time, because I know I get all the time, I see how that's done. I know that one. Regardless if they do or not, you pull out a deck of cards, you say pick a card, and they go, I've seen this one. And you're like, oh, right, because 90% of card tricks don't start with pick a card. Yeah, I mean, like. How does it end then? Right? Exactly, yeah. I see your lips moving. No, you don't child oh yeah you've got comments i get that more on social media than anything like oh you know i you know he's doing it with you know through his throat or whatever and it's like yeah what i'm doing is not a magic trick the magic is like in the believability of the character in this situation yes and the comedy is the what like propels it so you know congrats for figuring out that i'm a ventriloquist i wasn't really hiding that um (laughs) (laughs) that's a great line (laughs) i don't you know that's that's just kind of like how i (laughs) <laughs> that's how I said but you know you have people that will comment you know yeah he's, or I, I do like I do like it when people think that like I'm I'm not doing ventriloquism and that it's all like fake because I guess on TikTok you can do like the voice overlays or whatever oh, right so sometimes I'll like sometimes my my lips are closer together and it looks like there's no way I could be doing ventriloquism and then you have people commenting that have never seen me before that think it's like a, a gimmick for like to for the TikTok to go viral and that's always fun um, but you know, I, that's why I don't, perf- I don't perform for kids a lot because it's like, uh, I know what I want from the audience and I know where like my show is respected and where I'm kind of going with everything. Yeah. And uh, while Bill the zombie would work for kids and then while they would enjoy it, um, I'm not able to do the material that I'm writing or go as far with a character uh, for kids as I would be able to do for like- Yeah, there's, there's, got, there's got to be like a, like a limit as there's far a limit, as yeah. the, the, the yeah. <laughs> what you can pre- present to a child. Um, Is there with, that we're with an adult, you know, you can kind of, you know, be a little bit, a little bit more loose with it and, and kind yeah. of, I, I get and, that. I get and that. also it's like, you know, pick a card. It's like, pick a puppet. I mean, kids are <laughs> like, nowadays they're, they're like ADHD and like, you can't have a puppet up for too long. Like if I do, I couldn't do 15 minutes with Bill the zombie like I could for like an adult crowd because they get it. Okay, he's a zombie. And then the character kind of unravels from there. Like you would watch a sitcom and understand how characters develop. Mm. But like for kids, it's like, okay, you, you, you have the character, you did a few jokes and now they're like, what else is in the trunk? Or like, are you going to talk about this? Or are you going to do, you know, Axel has this magic drawing board. And I did a show once and the kids go, are you going to do the drawing board? We had a ventriloquist come to our school last year and he had the drawing board. And I go, no, I don't, I don't do that. But, you know, and I, I, I've noticed kind of what is typical in my art and I've tried to stay away from it, just kind of separate mm. from everything else. Um, but right now, I mean, I'm known as like, I guess the TikTok ventriloquist within the ventriloquist community, <laughs> just because I, I do so much on the app, but it's mm-hmm. like when you're young, how in, you know, and hungry and putting out all this content, how else are you going to get, you know, discovered if you're not putting stuff out there? So I'm, I'm absolutely. Yeah. That answers more than what you asked, but there you go. <laughs> no, more is, is always good. More is always good. Um, I'm, it- I'm, I'm always curious. Cause I know, you know, Adam's got his plans as far as, you know, his career and his, his, yeah. uh, y- your vision board or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like what, what is, what does your vision board look like it or do you want to see a question like in 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 vegas or like a cruise yeah, what's your ultimate or, dream yeah what's what 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 is it that you're you're looking for yeah i i want to tour the world and have fun and grow my fan base and just perform um i would i would love to start like doing uh comedy club shows and where it's just my you know 45 hour show and just touring and doing that I think that's that would be probably the the next step for me and what I'm doing but you know similar to what Jeff Dunham's doing I I love 
I love traveling and I love being able to go different places and perform and just make people laugh. The, the biggest thing for me, and I was talking to uh, a friend of mine, that uh, Billy Diamond, that works with me in, on my branding uh, yesterday about this actually, was how, like I, I thought that my, I had a certain age range that would watch my videos, but I really have a family audience. And so it's like, do I wanna stick with the family audience or do <laughs> I want to kind of go more adult with what I'm doing? like uh, for, you know, 20 year olds up, but then also, you know, make family friendly content, but have a show that's more catered to adults. And it's just kind of figuring out your market. So, you know, I'm, I'm so young. And like, when you're a human being here on earth, you're trying to figure out who you are. And then when you're a performer, you have to figure out who your performer self is. Mm-hmm. And uh, then when you're and who your audience is. Yeah. And then when you're a ventriloquist, you have to figure out all that. Plus whatever you, whatever characters you carry around with you. Um, you know, because they evolve too. If you're doing it right, they right. should evolve with the material and, you know, uh, every every show. So um, my my goal is probably to tour. I have I got a lot of people asking, you know, you should come to so-and-so or when are you touring here? And uh, so that's probably my next my next step in what I'm doing. Well, ev- evolution well, never ends. It, it, I, I can oh, tell yeah. you it shouldn't, in other words. Yeah, it, it shouldn't. I can tell you that at 44, I've gone through so many evolutions of who I am. I'm, I'm nowhere where I started, you know, so I, I always yeah, look at it yeah. as it's, it's always progress. You know, hopefully you're, you're doing, you're doing the right, if you're thing. doing it right. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing it right. And I know Adam's doing the same thing too. And he's been entertaining oh, since, yeah. you know, he was singing operas in his house at like three, four years old. It's true. And it, what's interesting <laughs> is that like, um, you know, you are constantly growing as, as a performer and your, your performance changes with the times as well. So it's not just uh, evolving and growing as a person, but the way of entertaining evolves. Like for instance, now social media is very big, right? Since mm. quarantine happened, you have to learn how to do in-person and social media. It's two very different things when you're doing videos and such for social media, as opposed to performing live and in-person. And it's incredible to going back to the comments where the, the a, a comment can be both negative and positive at the same time. It can be the greatest compliment Sorry, hold on. Welcome back. (laughs) It can be the greatest compliment as well as the biggest detriment uh, for you because a compliment like, uh, well, you're over. Whoa, my audio just changed. Hi. Holy crap. (laughs) Hold on. Okay. So the biggest like compliment of saying, like, "Mm, you're, you're, that's an overlay. It's amazing because they don't think you can do that skill. They think that you have to be cheating, but at the same time, they think that there's no way you can do that skill. And that is both the greatest compliment and the biggest insult in one sentence that you could possibly experience. And it's frustrating. But Mm. Landon, we have gifts for you for being on the podcast. We do. We we have two wonderful sponsors. We have uh, sponsor number one. Hold on. Back here. All right, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go to share my screen because if I don't, it will be an awful mess. Uh, no, yeah, my fingers aren't working, so that's that's a good thing too. So, uh, here we go, boom, and boom, and I don't know why his website is doing this, but fix it. There we go. So number one, uh, you're going to be receiving a bottle of Miss Marita's Hard Candy Slides. Uh, This is all homemade candy by a gentleman in Louisiana. Um, And I I love to to make this point to everybody every single time I talk about this candy or Adam and I talk about the candy is that uh, he makes each individual batch by hand and then he hand rolls them and then he bottles everything all individually. He applies his own labels. He's fantastic. Uh, and Scott is kind enough to provide us with uh, delicious treats uh, to all of our guests. You know, unless you and don't want it's candy. It's the best hard fine. candy. But it's the best hard candy so ever. so good. You like, get to pick your flavor great. too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we've got a couple of flavors to choose from, and we can talk about that in a minute. But uh, cool. also our listeners uh, do get a 10% discount with Scott, uh, and it is backstage past 10 and you can apply that at the end on your checkout. 
you know, and, and save yourself 10%. And I highly Great. encourage everybody that if you still haven't gotten Scott's candy, good Lord, get candy Do it now. Like I please. don't buy any other candy. Um, mainly because, no it, well, it, it, I, for me, the candy's like too processed and it's always got a weird chemically taste to it. And, uh, even yeah, though Scott's, yeah, well, yeah. Scott's more exotic flavor, natural, they're so good. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's a weight issue for me, but it's fine. Uh, I'll live. <laughs> I just can't wait to get it. Ah. Yes, and then the next one, uh, hold on. So far today, everything's going all to plan. My soundboard is doing exactly what it's not supposed to be doing. <laughs> oh, fantastic. All right. Now we'll go back to, I'll, I'll show you this first. So let me bring it. The right. yep, yep. So you're also going to receive a pair of cufflinks. Oh, great. These are all handmade also. I am a Freemason and I've got uh, a Freemason brother that is uh, very generous with his time, and he's like, "Hey, how would you feel about giving your uh, your guests cufflinks?" I'm like, "Dude, yeah, that'd be awesome." He's like, "Okay," so uh, he he made a whole bunch of them, and so now our guests uh, get cufflinks. Uh, little disclaimer: uh, this does not make you a Freemason. It's not anything weird. It's just a gift from from one one gentleman that wants to to share his craft with other people that. Uh, may be interested, but you can go over to Masonic Tartan Aprons. Uh, the gentleman on the right, uh, that is Sam. He's the gentleman that makes everything. Uh, and uh, we do have a few Freemasons that listen. Uh, so if you're looking for new masks or you're looking for a new apron, all of these are handmade and they're beautiful. He really, he really cares about his, uh, his craft. So we love things that are handmade. Absolutely. So you fall yeah. right in. <laughs> Yeah, you fall right in. I, I, I was handmade. <laughs> I, I think I think it's fascinating. Like what what you do to me is um, like puppet building is something I've been interested in. I just haven't pursued it. And then honestly, I don't know what I do with it at the end because I definitely don't perform, uh, especially with a puppet or anything like that. Um, but I think that the process of going through it and creating something that's all on your own. It would be a really, really cool um, process for me to experience. So uh, I may be contacting you to find out what materials you're using so I can figure out how to do this. Yeah. Oh, for sure. for sure. Yeah. I'll share all the secrets. Yes, all the secrets. And then we can make big money and profit. That's not how it works, but still. <laughs> but Landon, this has been freaking awesome, man. Yeah, and um, thank you for coming on to the podcast. Oh, thank you for having uh, me. Please tell the listeners where they can find you and do all of the plugs you deem necessary. Yes, you, you can Landon, where, where can, what would be the best website to go to? Oh, LandonHarvey.com to find out more about me is my website. Uh, TheOriginalDummy.com if you're interested in having a puppet commissioned by yours truly. And then if you want to follow me and what I do, see more of my content, uh, we're everywhere on all social media platforms at Landon Venton. So you can find us Great. there. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I can tell you, I've been following him since I've been on the app because I think you're one of the first ones along with Tipsy Roo. <laughs> at, that, nice. at that point, puppets Fantastic. were popping up all over the place. And I was yeah. like, yes, yes, I'm going to follow this person. <laughs> um, and uh, you can find Adam Wiley. Uh, he's down there hey. right now. Uh, at This is Adam Wiley on Instagram, TikTok, uh, Twitch. Yeah everywhere and i'll be i'll tag everything as far as uh my my instagram and whatnot i've really simplified it. it's this is justin claypool so thank thank goodness Damn. so that's I it I, i've got uh, nothing else I, i'll probably think of something because i always do as soon as i click stop recording because that's how this goes um but landon i appreciate you uh, uh responding back to me uh, I think you're absolutely fascinating and what you're doing. Um, you're, you're, you're making a difference, you know, clearly. Oh, you know, you're very entertaining. Uh, always put a smile on my face and sometimes you can get a bit snarky with some of your videos. Love and I love, love that. Love yeah. That. <laughs> well, you know, you just kind of do your thing and, and, and do your element. And then when people enjoy it and it affects people, you know, it, it shocks you and then you'd want to do it more because yeah, yeah. of that as well. So I'm, I'm very appreciative 
Um, I've got something called the Jackalope Watch Club on my website. It's a $3 a month subscription on oh, puppet building and ventriloquism lessons by me. And I'm constantly uploading stuff to it. And that'll be out in a few weeks. So if you're interested to learn more about me and have me be your instructor, you can check out that. That's oh, awesome. fantastic. That's Love awesome. Uh, I also encourage everybody to go listen to your podcast because you've got some great, great people on here. Um, and uh, and in live and, and season two is coming soon. You know, so I'm looking at everything. So I don't have anything else. Adam, do you have anything to add? Just guys, thank you so much for listening to Backstage Pass podcast. Please share this with all of your friends and family. And we'll see you on the next time. Absolutely. Awesome. Be, be kind, be courteous, uh, you know, just basic, basic, nice people things do that. And, uh, we appreciate you listening and, uh, until then, until the next episode, which we've got a really killer guest coming up again, uh, we have nothing but good guests. I'm, I'm That's loving true. that. Nothing so, but good people. Thank you, Landon. Take care. Thank you guys. Thanks, Adam. Bye. Thank you. All right. <laughs>